to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. We are wrapping up the week here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on our Facebook page at I Love Old Time Radio or on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. You can send feedback via the contact form on our website at I Love Old Time Radio.com or you can leave a voice message using the anchor.fm app. If you enjoyed this program, please take the time to rate and review us at review.iloveoldtimeradio.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday, each day with a different theme. Fridays, we hope to say the secret word on You Bet Your Life. This episode originally aired on May 10th, 1950. So, George, what is the secret word? Ladies and gentlemen, the secret word tonight is door. D-O-O-R. I didn't know you could spell it, George. (laughs) (laughs) You bet your life. DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America present Groucho Marx in You'll Bet Your Life, the comedy quiz series produced and transcribed from Hollywood. And here he is, the one, the only... Groucho! What a ham. Oh, that's me, Groucho Marx. Thank you. Well, here I am again with $2,000 for one of our couples. George Fenneman, who's face to try for it? Just before we went on the air, we asked if there were any young people present who'd like to get married if they found the right person. And here come the two who were chosen. Miss Bergetta Lindholm, Mr. Bill Wendland. Meet Groucho Marx. Welcome, you handsome couple, for the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers. And if you say the secret word, you'll split $100 in cash. It's a common word, something you'll find around the house. Bergetta Lindholm, is that That's right? That's right. That's a charming name. Uh, what kind of a name is that? Oh, that's a Swedish name. I came from Stockholm, Sweden. From Stockholm, huh? Well, in Sweden, uh, what do you pay for a room in Smorgasbord? Uh, <laughs> oh, well, you don't live in Smorgasbord. Oh, you don't live in a Smorgasbord? Well, could you say something in Swedish? How, how does it sound? Tell me what you think of me in Swedish. <laughs> well, I'll tell you. I think you're a very trevlig, but a lusty type. Now, I dare you to say that in English. Well, I said I thought you were a very nice man, but a funny character. Would you mind qualifying that a little more? How long since you were in Sweden, uh, Bergetta? Oh, I came uh, over here last year in January. And uh, what kind of work are you, are you doing here in America? I have a job with, with a Swedish consulate. 
You have a yob with the Swedish consulate? <laughs> you know, yob is boy spelled backwards. <laughs> In other words, you have a, a backwards boy at the Swedish consulate. <laughs> Bill uh, Wendland, is that right? That's right, sir. What kind of a name is that? Is that... That's a German name, sir. German, German. Were you born in Germany? No, sir. In Minnesota, Duluth, Minnesota. Oh. Didn't you like Minnesota? Were the winters too uh, too rigorous? They were too rigorous, yes. <coughs> I took the words right out of his mouth, didn't I? <laughs> how, how, old, how old are you, Bill? I'm 30. What is your age, Begetta? I'm 25. You're 25? No, you don't look at it. Thought you were uh, 24 and a half. Huh? <laughs> would, you, would you like to get married one of these days? I wouldn't mind if, if I find the right one. Uh-huh. Now, why do you want to get married? Well, I'd like to have a home and a family. <laughs> That's a good preliminary step, in that case. <laughs> How about you, uh, Bill? Would you uh, would you like to get married? Yes, I would. Why, do, why don't you marry uh, Miss Lindholm? Well, that'll be rushing things. Well, she isn't rushing. She's Swedish. <laughs> What's, what, what sort of work do you do, uh, Bill? I work for the Associated Telephone Company. In what capacity? Uh, I'm a repairman. Well, in that case, you, you could associate with uh, Miss Lindholm if you were with the Associated Phone Company, couldn't you? Yeah. And she's looking for the right connection. And, uh... <laughs> Suppose my phone isn't working. Uh, how do I get you to fix it? Well, you call a repair clerk at the Associated Phone Company. Well, how do I do that? Do I just dial your phone company and tell the girl my phone is out of order? Well, you go to a neighbor's phone and call. It happens that that's the one I'm already using. <laughs> How do you think I got in this trouble? Huh? <laughs> now, uh, uh, Brigetta, is that right, Brigetta? Mm -hmm, that's right. Sounds like an Irish name. Brigetta, let's get me getting out of here. Huh? <laughs> now, tell me something about Sweden. Is, is it true that uh, all Swedes are blondes? Uh, well, I would say about 30% of them are light. 30% of them are light, huh? How light? They weigh about 15 pounds? I mean, they are light-headed. <laughs> Miss Lindholm, you just lost your job. <laughs> well, we practically exhausted the subject of telephones in Sweden. Now, let's see how, two you, how you two will make out in the battle for the big question. Now, in just one minute, you're going to play your bet your life. Have you ever had your car serviced by a DeSoto Plymouth dealer? No matter what make of car you own, you'll find a DeSoto Plymouth dealer offers you the best service you can get anywhere. The folks at a DeSoto Plymouth dealers are certain that once they have a chance to serve you, you'll come back whenever your car needs attention. What's more, they'll do their utmost to treat you fairly and squarely at all times. That's their creed. So won't you give them a chance to show you what service really means? Drive in wherever you see the sign of an authorized DeSoto Plymouth dealer. And remember, all dealers who sell DeSoto also sell Plymouth. So you think I'm a funny character, huh? <laughs> all right.
right, let's see if you two will be high for the night and get the chance at the $2,000. Phantom, and tell them the rules. Each of our three couples has $20. They bet as much of that 20 as they want on each of four questions. The couple that earns the most money gets a chance at the DeSoto Plymouth $2,000 question at the end of the show. Our other two couples are in a waiting room off stage, so they don't know what's happening out here. Okay, here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You selected songs with numbers in the title as your category. Is that right? That's right. Now, how much of the 20 will you risk? Uh, I think about $8. $8, huh? Is that all right with you, uh, Baguetta? Okay. Give me the title of this song. Play, Jerry. Three little words. Three Little Words is Right by Harry Ruby. They're on their way. They have $28, Gaucho. Now you've got $28. Now remember, you're going for $2,000 tonight. Now how much of the $28 will you try? $15. Okay, $15. What is the title of this song? It has a number in the title. You've just lost $15. I'm very sorry. They now have $13. Well, wait a minute. Don't you want to know what it is? It's just one of those things. All right. Here's your third question. How much of the 13 will you risk? We'll risk five. Five dollars. Let's see if you can identify this one. Okay, Jerry. What is it? What's the answer you've decided on? Uh, bugle call rag? No, no I, I, I'm sorry. You're close, but it, it's it's the 12th Street rag. They now have $8, Groucho. <laughs> How much of the eight will you risk? Three. Or three dollars. Make it five. Make it five. Okay, play, Jerry. Take a guess. Two sleepy people. Two sleepy people is right. $13. Thanks and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Now, don't go away. You may get a chance at the big question. Roger, the secret word is still door. Perhaps the next couple will say it. Just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected a house painter, Mr. Milton Karg, and his partner is a housewife, Mrs. Grace Walker. And here they are. Folks, meet Groucho Marx. Welcome to You Bet Your Life, and if you say the secret word, you divide $100 in cash between you. It's a common word, something you'll find around the house. A house painter and a housewife, eh? Uh, Mr. Uh, Cog, eh? Milt Cog. Where are you from, uh, Milt? Coney Island. Coney Island, huh? Were you born on a Ferris wheel? Or... <laughs> on a, uh... No, one of the flats. You were born on a flat? In a flat. Oh, in a flat, huh? They call them apartments out here. I know. They're just as bad, but they're much more expensive. <laughs> Mrs., uh, what is your name? Walker. Grace Walker? That's right. Uh-huh. Where are you from, uh, Grace? Well, I was born in New Jersey. And uh, what sort of work these, does your husband do? He's a miner, or he would be a miner. Right now, he's pruning trees in Texas. <laughs> You say he's in Texas, and he's in why Texas. aren't you with him, Mrs. Walker? Well, I'm a miner, too. You're a miner? That's right. What kind of a miner are you? I'm a copper miner. I worked a mine for 16 years, mister. Oh, I see. Well, is there any copper in your mine, or you just go down there to escape? Well, I... No. <laughs> yeah, I 
wish I could get all that's in it out. Why don't you get some strong, brawny men to help you get this copper out? I can get it out if the Navy would let me. Oh, now you're in the I'm Navy, in, huh? Yes, I'm, a, I'm in Gunnery B. You're in Gunnery B? That's right. Oh, Mrs. Walker, am I confused. Huh? <laughs> husband is pruning trees in Texas. You work in a copper mine and you're in the Navy now, would you? I'm not in the Navy. The Navy just took 1,600 square miles for a gunnery and I was in the middle of things and they asked me to get out. Well, uh, did they reimburse you for this, uh... They will, but I hate to hold my breath until they do. Would you like me to hold it for you? <laughs> How did you get to be a miner, Mrs. Walker? Well, I went prospecting. You know, once you get bit by that bug, it's terrible. Well, that's the only kind of bug that hasn't bitten me, so... <laughs> now, painter, tell me, how is business with you, Milt? Well, picking up right now. What kind of painting do you do? House painting, interior, exterior. Which homes. would you rather paint, the inside or the outside of a house? Well, it don't make much difference. Well, it'd make quite a difference to the house, I think. <laughs> you mean if I hired you to paint the inside of my house, you'd go ahead and paint the outside? No. Why not? Have you got something against the outside of the house? <laughs> Nothing against the outside. Well, of you the better house. have a ladder against it if you're going to paint it. <laughs> have you ever painted yourself into a corner, Rembrandt? Honest now. Tell the truth. I didn't exactly paint myself in a corner. I painted myself up to a door and brought the door. Milk, you just said door, and that's the secret word tonight. So you and your partner spent $100 in cash. Compliments of the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America. Thank you. <laughs> Where were we while you were knocking the door down, huh? <laughs> you were painted yourself? I was painting a floor, and I was painting up to a, to a door, and the door was supposed to... I thought the door opened out. Instead, the door opened in. <laughs> and I walked back on the floor and opened the door and then go and paint it over again. Sounds funny. I don't understand it, but it sounds funny. <laughs> well, now I know all about painting, thanks to you, Milk. Now, let's see how much you two know. You're going to play, you bet your life, for a chance at the $2,000 DeSoto Plymouth question. You run your $20 into more than the other couples, and you get a chance at the big question. I can't tell you how much our first couple won, but Fenneman is off stage to remind our listeners. The girl from Sweden and the telephone man won $13. Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You selected nicknames of states as your category. How much of the $20 would you bet? Bet 10 $10? What state is called the Hoosier State? Indiana. Uh, Indiana. Back home in Indiana. $30. All right, you got $30. Remember, you're going for $2,000 a night. How much of the 30 will you bet? $20. $20. What state is called the Sunflower State? Kansas. Kansas, Kansas. is right. Now they have $50. Mrs. Walker, you haven't been in that copper mine all the time. Now you got... <laughs> Here's your third question. How much of the 50 are you going to go for? All 30. All right, you're betting $30. Here's your third question. What uh, state is called the Empire State? New York State. New York is right. Coney Island. $80. All right, you got $80. Here's your last chance to beat the other couples. How much of the 80? Bet the 80. What state is called the Bluegrass State? Kentucky. Kentucky is right. And they wind up the grand.
grand total of one hundred and sixty dollars. Thanks and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Now, we'll soon know who gets the chance at the $2,000 question. Friends, no matter what make of car you own, I hope you'll look for the sign of a DeSoto Plymouth dealer. What's wrong, Fenneman? Is it lost? (laughs) Oh, no, Groucho. But you can lose your driving worries at a DeSoto Plymouth dealer's because their mechanics are factory trained in the latest methods. Do they play canasta? (laughs) I can't say, Groucho. Can't say Groucho? (laughs) (laughs) This will make it very embarrassing for you on this program, (laughs) Fenneman. Fenneman, who's ahead in the battle for the $2,000 question? Well, the house painter and the housewife are leading with their $160. And the secret word is still door. Just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected a junk dealer, Mr. Howard Martin, and his partner is Dr. Harry Husky who is a designer and a builder of an electronic brain. And here they are. Gentlemen, meet Groucho Marx. Welcome, gentlemen, to You Bet Your Life. And if you say the secret word, you'll divide $100 between you. It's a common word, something you'll find around the house. Mr. Junkman, uh, Howard Martin, you're the junkman, huh? Yes, I am. Pretty flashy dresser for a junkman. <laughs> well, stick around tonight. Before the night's over, I may junk the whole program, huh? <laughs> Where are you from, junkie? Burbank, California. Burbank, huh? Have you ever crossed a vegetable with a, a boulevard or something? Oh, not yet. <laughs> Dr. Harry Husky, huh? You have an electronic brain? That's right. What should um, I call you, Dr. Harry or Husky? Uh, anything that you like. Uh, I'm well, from... now, don't, don't go that far. <laughs> Where are you from, uh, Doctor? Uh, I come from the Smoky Mountains in North Carolina. Smoky Mountains. Welcome to the smoggy plains of L.A. (laughs) Now, uh, uh, Dr. Husky, uh, straighten me out about your electronic brain. Uh, Precisely, uh, what is it? Um, Precisely? (laughs) Exactly. It's a large-scale electronic computing machine. Well, what does it compute? Well, it's, uh, it's just being put together. We still have some parts to put into it. Uh, it doesn't compute anything yet. Can't even add two and two? <laughs> what a schlemiel that is, eh? <laughs> just a moron, huh? <laughs> now, Doctor, uh, what, what is this, uh, this machine for, this robot? Uh, well, it's to carry out uh, sequences of computations from... To compare figures? If you're going to compare figures, I don't need an electric brain for that. <laughs> it's, it's called an automatic reflex in my case. <laughs> now, as, as a brain surgeon, are you, are you engaged in private practice, Doctor? No, uh, I'm not an MD. I'm just a mathematician. Uh, I work for the National Bureau of Standards, and the computing machine we're building is being financed by the Air Material Command of the uh, United States Air Force. What does your giant mixmaster look like? Huh? <laughs> well, it uh, uh, covers about 50 square foot of floor space, about uh, 4 foot wide, 12 foot long, about 8 foot high. Look at the junk man drooling over all this. <laughs> What a haul, eh, Howard? (laughs) (laughs) 
Doctor, uh, wh what's inside this idiot? Well, there's a, um, about 2,000 radio tubes, about uh, 40 television tubes, and miles of wire. 2,000 radio tubes? No wonder it's feeble-minded, huh? <laughs> it's got a screw loose, too, I suppose. <laughs> now, junk man, let, let's talk to you for a moment, huh? How do you get your junk? Do you park your horse and wagon outside radio studios and wait for the winning contestants to come out? <laughs> People bring it into our shop, and then we have our own pickup trucks to go out to the plumbing shops and electrical places and industries and so forth and bring it into us. Mm -hmm. I've got a lot of paper at home, all my old jokes I've saved through the years. <laughs> how much do you pay for paper? Well, at the present time, we're paying about $4 a ton. Mm -hmm. now, how much do the jokes weigh? <laughs> well, I'd say nothing. <laughs> That isn't fair. You must have heard the jokes. <laughs> now, Doctor, when you push a button, what goes on inside this chowder head? Uh, providing, of course, he's got all his buttons by that time. <laughs> well, it carries out these uh, operations of addition, multiplication, division, and so on. It does these at extremely high rate of speed, and you must make sure that the correct uh, instructions are there. Hmm. Say I want to add two and two. Now, how do you go about commanding it? Uh, well, that ought to be pretty easy for that, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate that machine. <laughs> I didn't like him from the minute I saw him. <laughs> uh, to carry out the addition of two and two, you must tell the machine where the twos are in its memory and that, it, uh, that you want the uh, numbers added and where the result is to be placed in the machine's memory. Wouldn't it be just simpler to take off your shoes and count on your toes? <laughs> uh, let's, let's say it's been fully instructed. Now, what happens? The, the control part of the machine, or brains of the machine, if yeah. you like, looks at the uh, instructions what? by... How do you know it's looking at it? Maybe it's looking at something else. <laughs> They're pretty tricky, those machines. I wouldn't trust them. <laughs> They'll turn on you like a mad dog, Doctor. <laughs> you be careful when you're alone with that machine, Doctor. I like you. You're a nice fellow, and I don't want anything to happen to you. Okay. Suppose it comes up with five for an answer. What do you do then? Uh, well, it uh, shouldn't do that. You can't... Uh... That's right, but I warned you about the machine. I told you to watch yourself. You just won't listen, that's all. Well, you can't uh, confuse the machine. Probably you gave it a wrong instruction if this happens. You see. Oh, now you're going to blame it on me. <laughs> seen the confounded thing. <laughs> Who gets to use that brain, uh, Doctor? As I said, the uh, Air Material Command has financed the construction of it, so uh, Air Force contractors will get to use it. Uh, also, as scientists with uh, worthwhile problems will have 
access to the machine. Well, you've convinced me. That's some baby you've got there. Now, junk man, wake up. Uh, tell me, uh, how much would you say Dr. Husky's machine is worth? How much does it weigh? Now, there's a practical man. All right, doctor, tell him, huh? Uh, it probably weighs two or three tons. Well, I'd say with all the steel and copper and so forth, why, it'd be worth about $100. How close is he, Doc? Uh, it's costing us about 200000 to build it. Junk man, your estimate was very fair. <laughs> After all, we realize you have to make a small profit, too. Well, Doctor, I'm convinced you're doing a worthwhile work that will make life easier and better for all of us. And I congratulate you and the National Bureau of Standards. All right, now let's play your bet your life. You run your $20 into more than the other couples, you get a chance at the $2,000 to sew to Plymouth question. I can't tell you how much the other couples won, but Fenneman is going to remind our listeners. The house painter and the housewife are ahead with $160. Here we go. Let's see how high I can build your $20. You selected adjacent states as your category. Is that right? Here's your first question. What state is directly north of Oregon? Uh, Washington. Washington. Washington is right. <laughs> Remember? Oh wait, you... oh, wait a minute. All right, we'll let, leave it up to their honesty. How much would you have bet? We were going to bet ten. That's a fair bet. I trust him. A man who's got a two hundred thousand dollar machine isn't going to. <laughs> At any rate, it was my responsibility. Remember, you're going for two thousand dollars tonight. Now you've got thirty dollars. How much of the thirty dollars are you going to bet? <laughs> I'm taking no more chances, huh? We'll bet uh, $25. You're going to bet $25. What state is directly south of Oklahoma? Texas. Texas. Texas is right. They're climbing. They have $55. How much of the $55 will you bet? Bet $40. $40. What state is directly north of Alabama? Tennessee. Tennessee is right. Now they have $95. This doctor doesn't need any mechanical help, I can see that. How much of the 95? 90. 90 dollars. What state is directly north of Missouri? Kansas. Is that the answer you two have decided on? Uh, I, I'm sorry, it's Iowa. That's a shame, that's a shame. Well, you're practically cleaned out, and we want you to go away from here a little better off than when you came in. So if you get this question right, you'll be $10 richer. The University of Ohio is in what state? <laughs> Ohio is right. They wound up with a grand total of $5, and that means the house painter and the housewife with $160 get the chance at the DeSoto Plymouth $2,000 question. You can't be particular about your car without being particular about where you take it for service. That's why more and more motorists every day take their cars to DeSoto Plymouth dealers. For these dealers, more than 3,000 of them from one end of this country to the other offer you the very best service you can get for your car and at a price that's fair. They have factory-trained mechanics working with factory-designed and approved tools and equipment. Efficient mechanics who do the job right who do it fast, and who do it with a smile. Keep this in mind next time your car needs expert attention. 
and drive in at the sign of an authorized DeSoto Plymouth dealer. And here's the housewife and the house painter, the winning couple, all ready for the DeSoto Plymouth $2,000 question, Groucho. This is the gal with the copper mine and the, uh, the painter, eh? Well, let's see if you can paint yourself $2,000. I'll give you 15 seconds to decide on one single answer between you for $2,000, so think carefully and please no help from the audience. Here it is. The colony of Rhode Island was founded in 1636 as a haven of religious tolerance. Who was the founder of Rhode Island? Answer you two decided on. The Pilgrims. No, no, I, I'm sorry. It's Roger Williams, pioneer of religious liberty and freedom. So that means the big question next week will be worth $2,500. Well, you lost the big money, but you won $160 in the quiz, plus $100 for saying the secret word. Congratulations and thanks to both of you. Bet Your Life is a John Goodell production. Transcribed from Hollywood, directed by Robert Dwan and Bernie Smith. Music by Jerry Fielding. Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday night at this time for the Groucho Marx Show, You'll Bet Your Life. Presented by the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers of America. And remember, all dealers who sell DeSoto also sell Plymouth. Two great cars, both products of the Chrysler Corporation. And don't forget, next week the big question will be worth... $2,500. By the way, folks, if you notice a prehistoric monster glaring at you from the newsstands, don't be alarmed. It's only me on the cover of Newsweek. They have a comprehensive story about us in Newsweek, which appears on the stands tomorrow. Of course, I deny everything. So good night, folks, and remember, just be sure to see your DeSoto Plymouth Here's a tip from the National Safety Council. Good brakes stop many accidents before they get started. This is George Fenneman signing off with the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers from coast to coast. Listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. You gotta love the dynamics between Groucho and Fetterman. Fetterman, always the professional, sometimes loses it to Groucho's one liners, as we saw in this episode. And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. This program can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Spotify, and on our host, Anchor.fm. You can listen to us on your Alexa device through TuneIn or iHeartRadio. For a full list, visit our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com and to find the best location that suits you. Like us on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio. Follow us on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. Comments and questions can be directed to our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com 
or leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com or by joining our Vintage Radio Club and get an extra episode a week. And speaking of the Vintage Club members, this weekend we will be posting a story that takes place in a carnival where a woman comes between a barker and his estranged son. It's called The Barker, and it's from the Lux Radio Theater. The Shadow returns on Monday, and Groucho will be back next Friday for some more You Bet Your Life. For I Love Old Time Radio.com, this is Virtual Vinny, signing off. <laughs>